When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Dan Grasa Show on 98.7 ESPN. Now back to Dan Grasa on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back. Dan Grasa Show right here on 98.7 ESPN. Now, tomorrow night when the Yankees take on the Boston Red Sox in game two of this four-game series, history may or may not be on the line, depending, of course, what happens here for the rest of the night with Aaron Judge and the home runs. But someone who will be there to take it all in, part of, of course, the Apple TV broadcast crew that is going to be doing the game on Friday. It is our good pal Heidi Watney, who was nice enough to give us a couple of minutes here on the program. Heidi, thanks for hopping on. How are things? Oh, thank you so much for having me on. It's been great. It's been a fantastic year. I'm having so much fun being back at the ballpark. And the chance to potentially witness history and to get to do this game, I mean, that is what you do this job for, and it's fantastic. I'm excited. Let me ask you a question. Be honest with me. Now, when you got the assignment, I think you've known about this probably for at least a month that you were going to be doing the Yankees and Red Sox on the 23rd of September. Did you immediately allow yourself to start thinking about potentially what could be up for grabs that night with the history? No, uh, really no. Not until we got closer in the last couple of weeks. I thought, oh, great, Yankees, Red Sox, that's going to be an awesome way to close out our year. We had Giants-Dodgers last week. I I was super stoked about just the two rivalry games we had to end our Apple Plus season. Well, think about it. You have a connection to Aaron Judge, right? You're both West Coasters, Northern California, right? And Fresno people, too? That's right. Fresno people, yeah. I was born and raised in Fresno. My dad was the golf coach there for 35 years. My dad was the golf coach when Aaron Judge played baseball for the Fresno State baseball team. In fact, I talked to Judge's. Uh, college coach Mike Batesel on Tuesday for about 40 minutes just about what makes him tick and what he was like as a college player and did he expect this kind of performance from Aaron it was a great like an enlightening conversation that uh, I'll bring some of that into the broadcast tomorrow night no doubt about that you use the experience for sure now now be honest with me okay tonight are you rooting for one home run for judge so at least the record is still up for grabs tomorrow or are you rooting for no home runs tonight for judge so anything is on the table potentially for your game um, okay. I, I love Aaron being a Fresno person and, you know, as Central Valley folks, we got to unite. Um, I'd be fine with one home run, definitely not more than one. And I'd probably prefer that he ties and breaks the record in our game tomorrow night, selfishly. Um, of course. No, I, I'm happy for any of Aaron's accomplishments and, uh, and if he hits a home run tonight, I hope he just hits one. Now, now let us in on a little secret if you can. Okay. Let's say history happens tomorrow night on your watch. Is there a plan in place mm-hmm. as to how you guys are going to handle it? I'm sure that you're going to be doing a report or something on the scene. Are you going to be stationed out there potentially to where that ball lands and to see who maybe even comes up with it? Dan, I have elbow pads <laughs> with like spikes on them. I am diving into that pile head first. I kid, I kid. Um, you're going to need it, though. You need a football helmet, probably. I, I will. I'm going to go in there with full protection. 
Um, I was actually there when Barry Bonds hit 755 in San Diego and 756 in San Francisco. And I know that the security the team had in place to move in immediately when that ball went into the stands, I expect the Yankees to have the same thing going on. Um, we are going to be out there for the start of the game. The plan is for me to be out there with the bleacher creatures and uh, do roll call, which, which was in the plans already before even this was going to happen. Um, just to bring fans. That's the great part about these Apple broadcasts. They're young, they're fresh, they're hip, and we want to bring fans, old fans and new fans, into the stands, show them the experience of being at the ballpark, and that's the great part of my role. I'm having so much fun. So we were already going to be out there with the Bleacher Creatures doing roll call, showing people what it's like to be at Yankee Stadium. And if Aaron wants to hit one in his first at bat right to me, I'm going to be ready for it. Bring the glove, too. Don't forget the glove, just in case. You know what I mean? Because if it's a hot of shot, course. you got to protect the hands. you got to protect the mitts there. So bring the glove, definitely. And, and right. I, you know, I, I said this, and we're talking to Heidi Watney, MLB Network, Apple TV. She's going to be part of the crawl tomorrow for the Yankees and the Red Sox over there in the Bronx. And I've said it since day one. I think the presentation of the Apple TV games is better than whatever broadcast you're watching elsewhere, whether it's regional, national, you name it. I mean, it literally is like, you know, super 4K, ultra HD, whatever you want to call it these days, but it looks absolutely fantastic. We have all the bells and whistles. In our first game broadcast in Anaheim, I looked down at my monitor in the camera well, and I was like, oh my gosh, that picture is so clear. It's beautiful to watch we have the megalodon camera which is that super fancy high-tech camera that you know blurs out the background and really ultra focuses the foreground that looks so cool and makes you feel like you're there from home i know there's people that are like how do i stream it i don't know what to do i don't want to pay for anything else it's free it's free it is free i'm going to repeat that again because everyone says no is it free by the way you don't is it free it's free. Yeah. Yes. You have to sign up for an account, but you can stream it anywhere. And I guess I'm, you know, more of the millennial crowd. I already stream all of my, all of my TV. I stream my cable. I stream. I have all the different apps that I, if I'm going to watch a football game, I'll go to an app. If I'm going to watch a baseball game, I'll go to the app and I just pick out what I want to watch. And it's kind of all a cart TV. And I feel like that's the way everything's trending. And I already had Apple TV because I like Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Great show, by the way. Good plug. And uh, Joey Votto turned me on to it. And uh, so that wasn't a problem for me. But it's really easy. It is actually free. It, you can stream it to your phone, your computer, your television. Most TVs nowadays are smart TVs, and it's really easy to get. You have to spend the five minutes to do it. But once you have it, then you can watch all the games. And you're right. The picture is amazing. I kind of like our broadcast team. I think we're a lot of fun. And uh, and we're just bringing you a new perspective on baseball. It's great. And you guys are having fun, and it translates through the broadcast to 100%. But, but like you said, any you know this. This is just the way the world is. Anything new that surfaces is going to be met with criticism. I mean, we could go back, you know, centuries when they they first invented the car. People were complaining about it, that it makes too much noise, probably. And, you know, it's not fast enough. You know, they're going to complain about these things. And I'm sure that, you know, you've heard whispers about this and that. And at least here in New York, just, you know, being quite honest, there's fans along those lines that are saying, well, now I have to sign up for this. I have to stream, especially the older crowd. I don't know how to do this. They like the convenience of just putting on the TV, watching the game. I'm sure you've kind of heard whispers across probably the nation that this is something that maybe some people have not grasped necessarily. 
Well, especially this week with the history on the right. line, there's a lot of people that are like, wait, what? I'm not going to be able to watch this? Yes, you are. You're going to be able to watch it. But like anything that's life that's worth doing anything might take a little bit of extra work. And when I say a little, I mean a little bit of extra work. But you'll be able to watch it anywhere that you have Internet or a cell phone signal. Um, and, you know, it, it is. It's like you said, anything that's new is going to be something that's different for people. I don't think streaming is all that new. Um, I think a lot of, you know, when the pandemic hit, a lot of people switched over anyway. Yep. And so I don't I don't. I, I just kind of don't listen to that kind of criticism because you can get it and you can get it for free. And like, I get it. I get it. You want to just be able to turn on your TV and go to your local station that you're used to going to. Hey, I worked for an RSN. I did games with Don and Jerry for four years in Boston. And I was always mad when we didn't get to do a big marquee game because I said, I do 150 games right. a year and you're going to take this good one. Uh, so I get the other side of the coin. Um, but you know, it's it's an excitement. It's an exciting thing for us, and I think it's an exciting thing for baseball to get to hear other voices as well and get to hear you know a different take on the game. and And I love the the Yankees broadcasters, the Red Cup talks broadcasters, and that's one of the things I think we do well in our broadcasts is to give credit to the the folks who are calling the 150 of the 162 games a year. And we're there day in, day out. And I rely on a lot of those people. I texted Meredith earlier this week. What's going on with your team? Who yeah. should I talk to? Um, you know, I have a great relationship with all of those folks. So, um, and Jemai Webster, too, with the, with the Red Sox. So um, it's all one big happy family. Baseball is one happy family. And get on board with streaming. Absolutely. <laughs> get on board. Heidi's right. We're talking about Heidi Watney, Apple TV, MLB yeah. Network here on 98.7 ESPN. Did, did the Red Sox win a championship one of the years you were covering them? They didn't. I was right between champions. Oh, so I was going to say, I, I was wondering if you got a ring or not. That's why. No, for I started in 2008, so right after they won in 2007, and oh. I worked through, uh, I call it lovingly, the collapse of 11. And, um, that was so a great no, final night of the no season. Not for me, no. but okay. Not for you, right. It but was in for baseball. baseball, right. It, yeah. it was for in baseball. baseball, but yeah, as a team reporter, I was I was crushed when I I walked off the field right as um, as the Yankees beat the Rays and just knew that we were done. And I was I was like, oh my gosh, this this is how it ends. They had a ten ten and a half game lead at the start of September, um, which is actually something I mentioned to Aaron Boone when we saw them at the end of August. They said, you know, in 2011, he's like, yeah, whatever. So I don't look at those numbers. Um, <laughs> But the Yankees, hey, they're getting they're getting healthy. They're getting guys back. They're playing better. I mean, they're they're certainly have turned up since the end of August in terms of their performance. You've covered baseball probably most of your career. Was that is that your favorite sport? Was that always your favorite sport growing up? No, football. Football. There you go. <laughs> I mean, to be, to be perfectly honest, football was my favorite sport. Um, I grew up in Fresno State, uh, Fresno State Bulldogs. Um, my dad's office was right next to Pat Hill's office. It the old just, coach, yeah. College sports, really, in general, yeah. Um, but when I, you know, I, I've always loved all sports, and when I've covered, um, I've started covering baseball in 2000. I started covering baseball more in 2007. I did a lot of, like, the Barry Bonds chase, just from a local news perspective, and that made me appreciate baseball so much. Started working for the Red Sox in 2008 and never looked back. What was your team's growing up? Were you a Niners fan with the football? Niners, yes, and Giants. Niners yeah. and Giants. Bay Area. Well, 
Well, and, a lot uh, of good Niners times in those days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, let me ask, I'll put you on the spot here because you mentioned Barry Bonds and all that stuff and, and what Aaron Judge is on the precipice of doing here. What does Heidi Watney consider to be the home run record? <laughs> I agree with Aaron Boone that Barry Bonds has the home run record, but, but that doesn't discount at all what Aaron's doing. You've got the American League record, and you do have the, like, I see the argument both sides. You do have the people that say, well, there's an asterisk on the National League marks, the Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire marks, um, because of the era they were hit in. And so that makes what Aaron's doing even more special. I think what makes what Aaron's doing even more special is that he's pacing the field. I mean, he has 20 more home runs than the next closest guy. This is a down year for offense, and he's breaking a home run record. Like, other years when these home run records were set, it wasn't a down year for offense. They weren't just running away from the field with everything. And he currently has the triple crown numbers, too. So he's hitting all these home runs, but also hitting for average. I mean, it's insane what he's doing. He's running away from the field in terms of RBI as well. And, but And I was actually um, looking at it yeah, last... Yeah, but I do think the record... That's fair. And I was looking at it last night to that point. You know, you think about Miguel Cabrera won the Triple Crown 10 years ago, and that was, of course, something that hadn't been done in decades. Judge's season trumps right. even Miguel Cabrera's Triple Crown year. Like, I, if you line up all of the important statistics that we measure nowadays... Judge hasn't beat almost in virtually everything. I mean, it really is special, and I think you make a great point that offense is supposed to be down now and that he's doing this in an era where people are having a hard time scoring runs and putting up these gaudy offensive statistics, but it doesn't phase him. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane, and that's one of the things I talked to his college coach about. He said, "What what are you seeing from him at the plate that has him so locked in? And he's just, he's there. His barrel's in the zone for a long time. He's... He, and the thing about Aaron is he's not going out there trying to hit home runs. He is still situational hitting. And that's one of the things that that they preached at Fresno State and that makes him such a good teammate. Being Aaron Boone said it the other day, being a good teammate and winning a championship is what matters to Aaron Judge. The record, yeah, that's great. But that's not what matters to him. And that is actually true. It's hard for the normal person to fathom because the normal person would want the individual accolade. Right. But he cares more about – after he hit 60, he said after the game, they said, what are you going to remember about this night? He's like, I'm going to remember that Giancarlo Stan had a walk-off grand slam. That won us the game. He goes, my home run didn't mean anything. It's true. A lot of people Isn't left. is that crazy? Yep. It, it, and that's baseball, right? Yeah. I mean, I know it's a cliche, but that's the way the sport is. It's it's anything can happen, and that's why you got to stay around for. There's no clock in baseball. You got to get 27 outs, yeah. and that's the beauty of it. Um, let me ask you this: What uniform is Aaron Judge going to be wearing next year? What does your gut tell you? <laughs> I mean, look the the young Heidi Watney Giants fan in me wants him to come back to the possible. Bay Area. It's possible. Lyndon's close. San Francisco needs to infuse some serious talent in their roster. I mean, they need a superstar. Yep. They have too many platoons. They need a superstar on that team. Um, he would be a perfect guy to come home. He he has the temperament of a guy who would be great at home. Um, I think it would be a huge shame for the Yankees to not do everything in their power to bring him back. He's the face of that franchise. He's the face of baseball. And I think, I don't know personally, but I think, you understand that being the face of the Yankees makes you more the face of the baseball than being the right. face of the Anaheim Angels. 
a la Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Right. Um, or even the San Francisco Giants as storied of a franchise that is, and I love the Giants and I want them to come out West from a personal perspective. Uh, it would be a shame if the Yankees did not roll out the red carpet and do everything in their power to say, I'm sorry, we undervalued you last off season. Um, here, take everything you want. I think he's not going to give him a hometown discount, so they better bust out the checkbook. They put a, put a lot of zeros on it because I think that he's just going to take his money and he's going to get what he feels he deserves. And I mean, how can you blame him after a season like this, right? I don't think he's just going to take his money, but I don't think he's going to give him a hometown discount because they – it just seemed like from what they offered him, it was a little – disrespectful to be honest right to you and i 213 million is is you know i mean obviously that's more than plenty yeah exactly we would take that but i mean to him you know he's probably priced himself i would say in that 350 range maybe even more yeah yeah i mean i would think you know eight years at 40 is is a starting point which which is about 320 so um yeah i mean it's it's crazy to think but he's just gotten better and better every year and he knows how to how to perform he's got the mentality to perform in new york and not everyone does I mean, right I saw it from joey gallup he's gone to la and the pressure's off and he's performing better um you see it you, and it's not just joey you see it in an like so many players boston and new york are tough markets to play in he has handled all of that very well absolutely um, but I don't think he's, you know, he's, he's his hometown is Linden, California. So the hometown discount, I don't know that it applies. I can hear, I, I, I can hear you trying to pull him home. I can hear it. You're hoping you're, you <laughs> want this to happen. I, and you know, hey, that's your team. I, I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But you're going to call it right down the middle tomorrow, of course. <laughs> Heidi will be out at the Bronx tomorrow with the rest of the Apple TV Plus crew. That's where you can catch the game: Yankees, Red Sox, seven o'clock. On Friday night, Apple TV Plus. Heidi, thank you so much for hopping on. Really appreciate it. Enjoy a couple of days here in the city. And uh, don't be a stranger once the playoffs roll around, too. Love to have you back on, of course. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Dan. Take care. All right. More to come. Dan Gross' show, 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Gross' show on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Dan Cross the show. 98.7 ESPN on this busy Thursday. Hey, football fans, it's not too late to sign up for Cover 5. It's a free-to-play pick'em game for season-long fun and compete against your friends, your rivals, and your favorite 98.7 ESPN hosts. Pick five games each week, and the best score against the spread throughout the regular season is going to win $1,000. Weekly prizes of $100 will also be awarded. Join the 98.7 ESPN League with code NY22 on the Cover 5 app and Cover5.com. Visit ESPNNewYork.com for full contest rules. Um... Hopefully I could do a little bit better in the cover five than I did a week ago. I was just dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. Week one, I was four and one. And last week, complete opposite. I was 0-5. Uh, we got to bounce back. Yeah. I deserve it. I deserve it. We have to bounce. Failure is not an option. Okay? Don't try. Do. So tomorrow, with our big Football Friday show, and we do our picks and all that stuff, I, it is a committed, concerted effort to make sure that I look a lot more wiser when it comes to picking these games. Uh, before we get back to the calls, Thursday Night Football is currently happening right now before our very eyes. Um, streaming, by the way. And that is between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. It kicks off week number three in the National Football League, and there's no score early in the first quarter. I think Cleveland wins this game, and it's not even so much I have a lot of confidence in the Browns. It's still an anti-Mitch Trubisky pick more than anything else, right? I mean, Pittsburgh, last week, they kind of showed you who they are when New England came into their building and beat them. Here's the problem with Pittsburgh right now, and you say, oh, well, Trubisky, this We know that there's limitations, and we don't expect this to be a high-flying shootout type of an offense when Trubisky's the quarterback. But what's happening because of that, and teams know that his arm is not going to beat you and it's no threat, teams are stacking the box, and they're taking away the run game and Najee Harris. And if Najee Harris, and even though Najee Harris is banged up a little bit, he's got a foot, if he has no room to maneuver, how are the Steelers moving this ball with any sort of regularity, right? Because the quarterback can't go out there and make plays by himself. So that's what's hurting the offense. T.J. Watt, of course, is not there, which is a huge, huge minus from that defense. And Cleveland, look, I, I mean, let's face it. You could very easily be 2-0 right now. They should be 2-0 right now. And we know what happened over those final 1 minute and 55 seconds against the Jets last week. Let's see what this Browns team is made of tonight. Your home, national TV, or national streaming, I should say, against a rival, go out there and win the football game. And I don't know, maybe this is just me and I've never played, but I would think psychologically, when something bad happens to you, you want to just, like, get right back out there right away and put the bad stuff behind you? Maybe the fact that Cleveland has a game in four days on a short week as opposed to having to wait an entire week to get to the next Sunday to get that nasty taste out of their mouth from the Jet game. Maybe this helps. That's how I'm looking at it, and I think the Browns are going to win this football game. By the way, it, took, it takes a week 
But the numbers are finally out on how Thursday Night Football did a week ago, which was the first one of the season between the Chiefs and the Chargers, 15.3 million viewers last week. Let that sink in. 15.3 mil. That is pretty damn good. 13 million if you go by using the Nielsen ratings, which is, of course, for conventional television. The 13 million, get this, that is up 47% from last year, the week number two Thursday night game, which was between the Giants and Washington. And that game was on the NFL Network. So think about that. Almost half, almost double. 47% more. And look, Giants and Washington last year weren't good, good teams. And that was a game that the Giants, like, had won, and they just couldn't finish off. Maybe not to the extent with the Browns against the Jets, but remember, the Giants had that game late, and they just couldn't put it away. And then Washington had this miraculous victory when it was all said and done. 800-919-3776. Let's say hi to Robert. He's in Manhattan. He's up next here. Grasso Show, 98.7. What's up, Robert? Hey, listen, I love that horn you have for the wah, 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 wah. Sounds like something out of a Bugs Bunny cartoon. I love it. Dude, well, that's what, we're, that's what we're incorporating here, Robert. That's what we're doing it's our re- thing. You know how it is. It's really fun. Listen, quick thing about the game last week, Jets and yeah. uh, Cleveland. Yes, sir. Heidi game. And I thought to myself, imagine if Disney World was on and they had a and they had a cut from the game for Disney and everybody missed the last minute, fifty four <laughs> seconds. Heidi uh, number two, you remember the Heidi game, right? Of course, <laughs> that was during the Jets Super Bowl season in sixty eight. What was it? Oakland got fourteen points in about eight and a half seconds or something. Anyway, and, I, I, yep. want, I want to ask a quick, very quick baseball question, then I want to get to some record breaks. Yep. If you are Poolholtz, I hope he gets seven hundred. Oh, I really hope so. But if he doesn't. If you were him, would you even consider coming back next no. year? No, he said he's no. not. And he should, because oh. because even more so, Robert, think about it. He has been at he's been at 698 now for at least the last few days. He's yeah. hitting I think like 12 home runs over the last I don't know, maybe 5 weeks or something like that. So he's on a nice little streak. If you're going to tell me that he's going to go the next 2 weeks and not hit two more home runs, then that tells me he's done. He's shot. If he can't hit two more out in two more weeks, runs, yeah, it's, time to, yeah. it's time to hang him up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I want to ask you four records. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, I want you to tell me, you know, you're a sports aficionado. You you're, you're a sports maven. You, you, mm-hmm. you know sports backwards, forwards, and A sports maven. I like that. Oh. Oh. You know what? I can maybe get that, like, on my license plate or something like yeah, that. Well, sports I'll, I'll maven. Listen. listen, you want a letter of reference, I'll write you one happily. Okay. There you go. I'm going to give you four records. Yeah. Um, Cal Ripken, his re- his um, his streak never his, be broken. The number of again. games he played. Number two, I'll give you the four, and then mm-hmm. I'll hang up and I'll listen to you. Number mm-hmm. two, nineteen and zero NFL. Number three, one hundred points in an NBA game, and number four, and I'm especially interested in this one, one hundred goals. And I say that because we got two players now in the NHL. I'm thinking of the great A. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of Connor McDavid. Do mm-hmm. you think one of those two will break 100 goals? I'm going to hang up, and I thank you for taking my call. Robert, I appreciate the call as always. That's, that's interesting. And you know what? I'll tell you a record that will never be broken. Anytime anybody asks me that question, what's a one sports record that's never going to be broken? The answer that I give is not one of the ones that Robert even mentioned. Johnny Vandermeer, back-to-back no-hitters. Think about that. You, you think how hard it is to throw one no-hitter. Johnny Vandermeer threw a no-hitter. Next time out on the mound, he threw another no-hitter. 
That will never be broken. Never, ever, never again. Um, That's a good question. You know what? I'm going to answer that when we come back. And then we'll also get into a little conversation about the football giants. Remember yesterday we played that sound of Kenny Galladay voicing his frustration in the locker room over the fact that he's not getting as much playing time as someone of his salary would maybe warrant? Well, today his head coach fired back at those comments. We'll tell you what Brian Dayball had to say and give you some thoughts on that. Dan Gross' show till 10 right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Dan Gross, the show, 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Remember, you can get me on Twitter, at Dan Grasa, G-R-A-C-A. Uh, no score in the Bronx, still. Yankees-Red Sox, bottom of the fifth inning. Judge has been up twice. Judge has walked twice. So the batting average is still at 317. Xander Bogarts is 0 for 2. He's down to 315. So think about that. Judge taking his bases on balls. Bogarts going up there hacking, hasn't gotten a hit. So Judge is actually increasing his lead in the Triple Crown race here for the batting title. So things coming up, uh, all things 99, but still fans are there because they want to see him hit one out of the ballpark. You know, before we went to the break, Robert in Manhattan called up, and he was bringing up some of these records that, you know, may stand the test of time, may not. And, you know, the few that he mentioned, obviously Cal Ripken, 
which is, I want to say it's, what, 21-31, something like that, you know, with the consecutive games. It's not important. You know what it is. That'll never be broken, at least not in our lifetime, because, I mean, we live in a load management society, do we not? I don't care what sport it is. I mean, guys, football's the only sport because you only play 17 of them where guys go out there and play every single game. And the fear is, remember when the NFL decided to add an extra game to the schedule, an extra regular season game, there was actually some thought that maybe teams are going to start resting guys every so often because now you have that extra game. Wait until you get to 18 regular season games and have that conversation intensify even greater. I, I still can't see it happen because it is only 18 and you only play once a week. Pray to God that that doesn't happen. But you see it in the NHL. You certainly see it in the NBA. And, of course, it happens in baseball because you play 162 of them. So the Cal Ripken streak is safe. Um, 100 points in a game, Will. The only reason that you might, even though it's unlikely, it's such an offensive-centric game nowadays, right? Especially the way the three-point shot has completely just taken over the sport of basketball. You would think it would lend credence to something like that, and a guy like Curry and a real good sharpshooter would be able to rack up points with frequency. I, I just, I, I still don't know if that happens, right? Because you're going to expect somebody to go out there and play 48 minutes and play. The, they'd have to play close to 48 minutes. You know, I can maybe see it happen in a playoff game when guys are going to empty the tank a little bit more, but in the regular season, I, I, I don't know. I really and truly don't know. I'm not confident on that one. 100 goals in the NHL? I don't know. You know, I, I, I can't see it. You know, Gretzky, what did he top out at, 92? I just don't know if it's going to happen necessarily. And I know the game is a little bit more wide open, you know, compared to the way it used to be. I think that's even a stretch. And then you have the undefeated season for the NFL. I mean, the Patriots came close back in 2007 until the Giants said not so fast. So they couldn't quite get to 19-0. Are we going to see a team do that in the NFL? Out of those four that Robert brought up, I think the team going undefeated in the NFL is maybe the best chance of one of those being broken. That's my best guess. Because it almost happened. And I know that there's a lot of parity in the league, and it's designed to have teams that maybe weren't as good one season be good the next year, and you know everybody's kind of chomping at each other's heels and so on and so forth. But that would be my guess. You know, we might get the undefeated team in the National Football League before it's all said and done. If you were if you were putting your money on one of those, to me that would be the one. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. That is the telephone number. Now, yesterday, we talked about Kenny Galladay and the comments that he made to the, you know, assembled media in the giant locker room. Because Kenny Galladay really hasn't made much of an impact so far this year for the Giants, right? And he only played two snaps in Sunday's win over the Carolina Panthers. Two snaps. You know, you had what? How many? What, four wide receivers who were out there for more plays than Galladay. And Galladay's making the most money. Galladay is the most accomplished member of the Giants wide receiver room. But this is a meritocracy. And Brian Dayball is letting the whole world know that, you know what, I don't care how long you've been here. I don't care what you've done in this league. More importantly, I don't care how much money you're making this year and what your contract says. 
I'm going to play the best guys, and I'm going to play not even the best guys. I'm going to play the most deserving guys, the guys who have laid it out there on the line the entire offseason into training camp, in practice, gearing up for each Sunday's game, and they're the ones that are going to get the minutes. And if you're a Giant fan, how do you not love that? You're 2-0, and and you have a head coach who's basically saying, I don't care what happens before I step foot in this place. It's my show now. We're implementing a culture here. You got to love that. You know how refreshing that is if you're a Giant fan? And so Brian Dayball today when he met the media, of course he was asked about Kenny Galladay's comments and his dissatisfaction over the playing time that he's received, and this was what the head coach had to say. Whether it's, you know, the highest paid player, the lowest paid player, the highest draft pick, an undrafted free agent, we're just going to go out there and, and let, you know, the guys compete it out. And, you know, one week doesn't necessarily mean, you know, this is what's going to happen the next week. So uh, I think everybody understands, you know, the what we're trying to do as an organization in terms of, you know, continue to get better, um, competing for spots, uh, working as hard as you can work. And, um, and each week's a competition. How do you not like that? Because imagine... Imagine the alternative. They run Galladay out there for, you know, his 40, 50 snaps or whatever you would think somebody of his prestige would be worth playing. And then what if he goes out there and, A, he's not targeted that often, okay? So he doesn't have the gaudy stat line. He doesn't have the catches. He doesn't have the touchdowns. doesn't have the yards, all those things. Then it's going to be even a double disaster. Is it not? So go out there and play the guys that you think have earned the playing time. And look, this is not to say that Kenny Galladay is not going to factor in. Maybe he's just sending a message. Maybe this is, you know, a motivational tactic in a way from Brian Dayball. It's not like Galladay is going to go into the office and request a trade. He hasn't done that yet. Maybe he uses this as a little bit of a kick in the you-know-what to go out there and get better, to practice better, develop those habits that a coach wants to see that hopefully is going to translate to game day because whether the Giants are going to still be in this thing late in the year and we're going to be talking about them as maybe a team making a playoff push, I don't know if that's real. You know, 2-0 is nice. It's a great start. They've been a pleasant surprise. But let's see what happens the next time out. Let's see what happens on Monday against the Dallas Cowboys, a Cowboys team which a lot of Giant fans are probably looking at saying, oh, we should beat this team, Cooper Rush. Right? Cooper Rush, not Dak Prescott. We're home. Place going to be bonkers. National TV. They're wearing the white uniforms, the throwbacks. Love those, by the way. Those should be the uniforms for the Giants. The old helmet from the 80s, white uni. Fantastic. Fantastic. But take the game for what it is, one at a time. And you want to see that improvement. You want to identify guys. Like, you know, it's no different than with the Jets. But the Jets, it's narrowed down more to the quarterback position. You want answers on Zach Wilson. You want to know at the end of the year, is he the guy, is he not the guy? And with the Giants, it's even a wider spectrum. It's not just the quarterback, but yes, Daniel Jones is under evaluation. It's a lot of other guys on this roster. Guys that Brian Dayball and Joe Shane didn't bring in here. They want to find out, are they going to be part of the winning once winning happens, right? Because that's what the goal is. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Judges at bat right now with two men on in the fifth inning, his third at bat of the evening. Let us say hi to Wilson in New Jersey. He's up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Wilson, how are you? Hey, Dan, how are you? What's up, Will? Listen, 
I'm all right, baby. Thank you. Listen, I have a, I have a, a, a you know, a question on yeah. Kenny Galladay and and also on this so-called giant fans. On Kenny Galladay, listen, for all the good that Brian Dable has done, mm-hmm. I think he's really butchering this this with Kenny Galladay, and I tell you why. It, because you can't say, well, listen, I'm going to play the guys that uh, play harder or whatever, and your best receiver is Richie James. So that right there is a listen, because that is not going to be sustainable. Richie James is your best receiver. It, so it's not Shepard, it's Richie James. So when Kenny Gallagher that has a body of work that has earned the money that he did because of the body of work, uh, you know, I, I, I ha, you know, he shouldn't be have to be competing with not not no offense, David Sills, that is, you know, has been on the practice squad for four years. So that that right there, if he's trying to do some kind of psychology, I I don't think it's the right way to go about it because Kenny Galladay can help you win. Uh, it that or oh, oh, Dan, there's something going on that we don't know. And on the Giants, and I'll hang up in the list. Well, you, well the I'll, let me stop you real quick, Wilson, and then I'll, I'll let okay, you finish. Okay. The thing about right, Galladay, number one, these mm-hmm. guys didn't sign him to that contract. And I think there were a lot of people in the NFL whose eyebrows were raised because they saw how much money Dave Gettleman gave to Kenny Galladay. And they were like, wait a sec, I That's wouldn't fair. have done that. You know? So they're probably That's looking fair. at it as if this guy's not producing. And if he's not putting the time in in practice and behind the scenes that we don't get a chance to see and he doesn't warrant that playing time, they're going to put guys right. out there who they feel do. And you know what? They'll send Kenny Galladay someplace else. Right. But we, that, that's, that's, that's the, the $10 million question. We don't know what's going on because, listen, uh, David Sills is good. But, listen, Kenny Galladay shouldn't, shouldn't lose his place to, to, to David Sills. That's my point. So there's something else going on that we don't know about and everybody's saying the right things. And on the so-called Giants fans that say, well, listen, you know, we don't care about we're winning, we're losing. You know, we, we want to about the future. What future, man? Listen, Dan, the Giants have a more than a 50% chance of being 4-0. If they, beat, if they beat the Cowboys, right, I think they're a little better than the Bears. So imagine if the Giants are 4-0, right? 4-0, and you got 13 more games. If you go 500, you win 10 games. So I don't want to be here about the future, man. The future is now because the NFL is not baseball. It's not basketball. You can be Super Bowl winner this year, and you can be a bum next year. So we got to take – we got to take – you know, I don't want to hear about future. We've, I've been listening to the future since 2010, man. But and, you know something, though? And, and Wilson, I know you don't want to think this, and I thank you for the phone call, my friend. I do. You get back to us. Here's the problem, though. I know you don't want to hear about tomorrow. You don't want to hear about next year. You don't want to hear about building. But I think that applies to the Giants, right? It's a new coach. It's a new GM. Remember, they could not do anything with this roster in the offseason. Nothing. Because the former general manager left them in salary cap hell. They could not make any changes to this roster as they saw fit. And Joe Shane, right before the season started, when they had that press conference, um, he basically said, you know what? Next offseason, we're going to be busy. You're going to see guys out of here, and you're going to see other guys being brought in, guys that we think are going to fit the mold of what we're trying to build. We couldn't do that because Dave Gettleman basically used up all the money that we were allowed to spend, according to the NFL. So that's why I think if you're a Giant fan, you have to accept reality, and reality is you're building something, right? It's not this is it. If you win some games along the way, fantastic. 
But the guys that are ultimately going to be a part of what you hope are big things for the Giants, guys, they're not even on this team right now. Starting with the quarterback. I mean, show of hands right now. Giant fans. And you know what? Not even, not even, not even giant fans. Football fans. Anybody who observes football in this city. Show of hands right now. How many of you think that Daniel Jones is going to be the week one starting quarterback for the Giants in 2023? Show of hands, please. My hand ain't up. I don't know how many times I got to keep saying it. The Giants starting quarterback next year, opening day, is not on this team right now. I don't know where he is. I don't know what state he's in. I don't know what country he's in. They might find some dude in Peru in the offseason on some great scouting expedition. How the hell should I know? But it's not Daniel Jones. So, yeah, if you want to win some games along the way, more power to you. And I don't think we're in a situation yet, or you shouldn't be in a situation yet, where you're thinking about draft choices and draft positioning and that sort of thing if you're a Giant fan. Play the season out. And dare I say, I know you got a long way to go, but could you imagine if the Giants win on Monday? You get the 3-0, and and then you got the crappy Bears coming in here for week four? A winnable game again? Uh, we're losing our heads right now. That's what we're doing. We're, 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 we're talking crazy talk. Giants having a season? We knew, though, that the Giants, that schedule was quite friendly. First 10 weeks of the season. And now you've already won a couple of games that maybe even the most diehard of Giant fans thought that maybe you don't win before the season started. But you got them in your pocket, and you don't have to give them back. And that's the great thing about this. All right, Judge 0 for, th- or 0 for 1 tonight with two walks, but still no home run as we continue on here in the fifth inning in the Bronx. We'll come back for our final hour, and guess what, guys? We're going to do something that we haven't done in a while. We're going to actually hear Ben Simmons talk. Yeah, that was a real thing. It happened. Dan Grosser Show, 98.7 ESPN.